Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com. Sign up for free and start winning. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome into the show. Today's the day, guys. March Madness is finally here, and we are going to waste no time diving into it. I've got our two college basketball sharks in the building with me. Donnie, how you doing, my man? Doing well, doing well. The day is finally here. You said it best. Oh, man. Took long enough. Um, And we have a second guest, actually, on the show today as well. You guys don't know the second guest yet, but he's a key member of the Steady Pick staff. He's the definition of a wild card. You guys will see that on this show. Mo, welcome to the show, my man. How you doing? Good morning, guys. It's just a great time to be here. It's a great time of year. Uh, I'm excited for this tournament, and uh, I cannot wait to see the games today and just look at the lines. It's exciting where we're at. Let's go. So what I'm thinking, guys, is... We're just going to go ahead and dive into our bets right away. We'll we'll jump into the games. Um, I'll start in one of the early games, but we'll kind of just go through these. And when you have a bet, just speak up, dive in, let us know what you got. All right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the very first game of the day is where I want to start. And then we'll, we'll start bouncing around to the bets. But Michigan and Colorado State. Uh, we'll lead it off with Mo and then pass it over to Donnie here. But Mo, do you have a bet in this in this first game? Uh, I might actually. Um, I have in my, n- my notes that I don't mind Michigan. Um, the reason I say I don't mind Michigan is uh, watching Wyoming play last night. I was a little bit baffled with how they came out and played, and that's just the same conference as Colorado State. And I was a little bit disappointed in um, the talent level of how Wyoming looked against Indiana. Uh, Michigan's a bigger team than Colorado State. Colorado State's best player is a 6'6", 6'7", combo guard, combo forward with a little bit of physicality. Um, in my opinion, Michigan's a more athletic, more talented team. Uh, if Colorado State, in my opinion, has to play a very good basketball game for, for them to, to take this out over Michigan, um, I just don't see Colorado State winning this game. Okay, okay. And, Donnie, I'm, I'm going to pass it to you, but I also want to state here, we got a one-point line. This is essentially a pick Right, and we're seeing the the higher seed, Michigan, coming in as the 11, I believe. Uh, It's actually the favorite. Yep. Um, But for me, this is probably a no play. Um, We've just seen the ups and downs of Michigan, and not that they have the talent to to win a couple games in this tournament, but on the other hand, they could be one and done. Uh, David Roddy is a very, very talented player, and, and this is a game, first game of, of the tournament, and it's a game I can't wait to watch, to be honest with you. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, David Roddy, uh, should, be a, should be a pretty special game. And 
Ricky, you might be able to touch on this. I'm seeing that Michigan's a pretty heavily uh, public bet. I think that's correct. What I'm seeing on on one of the uh, apps I trust. Yeah, I noticed that too. I did notice that Michigan's catching a lot of public money. Um, and just in general, you, you, t- you hit it on the head, Donnie, because this is like the very first game kind of of March Madness, everybody is getting some action in down on this one too. So right. yeah, it's, it's a tough one, but it sounds like you guys both don't feel great about either side on this one. It's going to be a pass. No, I think you definitely can't feel great about Juwan Howard at the helm. Right yeah. now. Um, so I do think Michigan as a team is more talented and better, uh, but Again, I don't think you can take Michigan with full confidence right now with the way Jawan Howard's coaching. Yeah, I, I hear that. Um, all right, we'll we'll keep it moving then. We'll keep it moving into the next game, which kind of surprises me, guys. South Dakota State is a two-point dog against Providence. If someone could explain to me, you know, how or why this spread is so close, uh, what, what do you guys got here? Yeah, I'll start us off. Um you know, Providence has had just a tremendous season. But on the other hand, some of their wins have been, I wouldn't say lucky, but they're winning very narrowly every single, or shouldn't say every single game, but majority of their games, they're winning by a very narrow margin. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing just a two-point spread, to be honest with you. Um, and the South Dakota State team, only comes in with four losses on the year. Uh, so <clears throat> everyone's been, quote-unquote, calling them the lucky team because of these narrow victories. And I think we'll find out what Providence is, is made of hmm. right off the bat. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like Providence personally in this one. Um, but South Dakota State is a, is a high-powered underdog. They can come in and knock them off. Um but winning close games to me means that you're a good basketball team and, and those lucky wins at the end of the day, in my opinion, become experience. Um, what we're seeing, and we're going to see that with a couple other teams that I'm going to touch on, but experience wins um, and winning teams win. We don't see teams that, that aren't winning basketball games going to this tournament uh, lose for the most part. Providence obviously winning the Big East and um, during the regular season is a huge deal. And they, I think they lost to Villanova during the tournament, which is a very hot team right now. Um, I, I really have confidence in Providence winning this game. Um, I think a lot of these lines, in my opinion, are sketchy just because they're so tight. Uh, when yeah. I saw Wisconsin Colgate is at eight, and that to me just – this doesn't seem like the NCAA tournament to me. They had the first-round games. Yeah, Mo, I, that's what I'm saying is these lines are crazy. I can't remember an opening round in recent years that you had so many games so tight. Um, well, just, just in terms of Providence, either of you uh, bet in this game? Uh, not for me. I, I have some value a little bit later on in the day. Okay. Okay. I'll be staying away from this one as well. All right. I don't know. I don't know enough about South Dakota state to feel confident in taking Providence. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, before we jump, uh, into the Colgate game, Joe, because I I did want to talk to you about that one. I want to first start with an earlier game, Memphis and Boise state, because Mo, you're a big Boise State guy. I don't know why you're a big Boise State guy, but you love this school. You like this matchup. Tell me why. And you know it's funny? I started out the year as a big Memphis guy. <laughs> uh, I was thinking that in the beginning of the year, you're coming in with Imani Bates, Jalen Durant, and Petty Hardaway at the helm, and a couple other solid veterans on that Memphis team. And 
Um, you're looking at a really talented basketball team. Unfortunately, the season didn't go the way they planned. Um, Amani's not on their team anymore or not on the roster, not playing. Um, but they are ultra talented. Unfortunately, I think they're walking into a team with Boise State that's got solid veterans um, and a team that is going to slow the pace of the game down, which Memphis has not dealt with this year. I've watched Memphis a fair amount um, this season. And yeah, they can cause some havoc. That's my biggest concern for Boise State is seeing havoc. Uh, ACOT is their is a guard, Emmanuel ACOT, former five-star transfer from Arizona. Um, and if he can control the game, I don't see them uh, – I don't see this really being a game at all. Memphis struggles a lot. Um, they go on stretches where they can't hit a bucket for five, six, seven minutes. Uh, they go on also stretches where they can't defend the basketball for five, six, seven minutes. And in the NCAA tournament, um, that stuff doesn't work out. Now, if Memphis can go in this game and get hot, I could see them beating Boise State and even knocking off Gonzaga. They're such a wild card team. Um, but I have Boise State winning this game and, and potentially even beating Gonzaga in the next round. Sheesh. Old words right there. Yeah, Donnie, what do you got? I do like Boise State in this spot. Um, I think Memphis is kind of the, the trendy play. But when uh, push comes to shove here, if I can get three and a half points I'm seeing uh, at some books, I can feel pretty confident getting the three points as, along with the hook here. Uh, so give me down for a half unit. We'll go Boise State plus the three and a half. Um, and I, I think they, they win this game outright. Love it. So you, you both you both feeling good about Boise here. I want to ask you guys one thing about Memphis and just get your opinion on this. You know, I respect your guys' basketball IQ. Is Penny Hardaway a bad coach? Just I know he's a good recruiter, but just tell me flat out. You think he's a bad coach? I don't think so. Um, we all remember his his interview and his quote uh, earlier in the season that he didn't have his players. He didn't have his players, and. Give them credit; they found a way to right the ship here, and they they come in as a nine seed after that that after that horrid start. So give him credit for this year, and I, I think he bought himself another year, maybe two years down the road, and see what he can do with this program. Yeah, just a touch of that. I think it's easy to say that he's a bad coach coming off the beginning of the season, but again, like Danny said, you right the ship. Things go wrong with your team, and that to me proves that you're at least a, an okay coach. I'm not going to sit here and say he's an elite coach, but quality basketball coach in the league or in the in the NCAA. I like it. No no penny hardaway slander here. We'll we'll back them. But uh all right guys. I'm gonna keep it moving into some of the other games here. So with Baylor and Norfolk State, I don't think there's anything to touch on here. If you guys want to stop me. Anything there? No, we can move right along. Longwood, Tennessee. Keep moving or you like anything here? Uh, we can keep moving. I got, I got no play there. I say the next game I'll touch on is Iowa, um, and just as a team, I'll touch on Iowa. Iowa's a, a, I have them at a ten and a half point favorites right now against Richmond. Um, on what I'm looking at, but Iowa's a team right now is coming in as one of the hottest teams in the country. I could actually see them making a run. Um, I can't remember what their little region is right now with their to get to the Sweet 16, but I remember saying they have one of the easiest roads to the Sweet 16 in the tournament. So I can see them making a little bit of a run. You give a team two games to get hot, you never know what they can do. Yep, and they are in the Midwest, Joe, with like Kansas, Auburn, USC. Who's the uh, four seed in that? In that uh, Providence. Providence. Yep. Yeah, I can see them knocking off Providence fairly, fairly handily as well. So. Okay. Right. I I think it's very doable for this Iowa team to to make a Sweet Sixteen run and yeah. 
And as far as their matchup today with Richmond, I, I think they'll have absolutely no problem taking care of taking care of Richmond. Probably win it by double digits. Agreed. All right. So you'd feel comfortable laying the ten and a half, both of you guys? Yep, I would. For sure. If I had if I had to make a bet, I would lay the ten and a half. All right. We will keep it moving. Georgia State Gonzaga. Any thoughts? No, definitely. Uh, you can't take the points here with Georgia State. That'd be silly. Yeah, a lot of people like to fade Gonzaga and, and grab all the points. There's, I thought this would be like a thirty-plus point spread. But right. That, that, that's the cr- sorry to cut you off, but that's the crazy part about this tournament. Like you guys both said, um, usually these one sixteen matchups are they get into the thirties, and we're seeing Gonzaga lane twenty three points. Uh, that, right. feels, that feels low to me. I would never, I would never take the points with Georgia State. Um, See what happens. Yeah, I mean, those first games are usually on. I would say they're unbettable just because there's zero value. Um, and this year we're seeing the one-two games. Like you may be able to get some value in those teams um, who we feel are playing severely inferior competition. All right, that that actually leads to one question that I want to ask, and we're not going to steer too far into left field today. We're going to keep it locked in on these games, but I want to ask you guys one question. On social media, there's been a lot of like posts going around showing that if you just bet money line underdogs throughout the whole tournament, literally almost every year, it's wildly profitable. I'm curious if either of you have any thoughts on that in general, or if you'll be sprinkling on any big dogs today. We'll start with uh, start with Donnie. That's interesting. Um, I think first and second round. There, uh, there might be some something behind that statement. As far as moving on further in the tournament, um, I mean, more times than not, we see the better teams, the best teams all year, make it to the end. Right? Mm-hmm. We see some teams get clipped off along the way, but usually when push comes to shove, the better, the best teams, the teams that have been playing the best basketball for the last four or five months, are there at the end. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to to note, right, because you might hit some big dogs. Obviously, uh, we've seen, I believe it's a two-seed get knocked off pretty early the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, and those hey, two-seeds, guys. Good, uh, like, I love a good March Madness upset. Like if you took a St. Peter's, and again, just hypotheticals, that's a plus 1,400. You hit one of those, you know, you put $100 on all these dogs and one of those big ones hits, you're having a big-ass day. Like, right. But, uh, Mo, what do, what do you think of this? This seems like something you'd like to do. Well, first of all, going off your St. Peter's thing, I already took Kentucky uh, when the line opened up. I, I just don't see that being a game. I, everybody's saying St. Peter's might be able to play with them. Um, I mean, you do not have the physicality on that St. Peter's roster to match up with anybody on that Kentucky team. But going into it, I have two two underdogs I might take today. Um, UAB over Houston, I see some value at it, plus 300. Um, uh-huh. They're a good team. Uh, I got this pick a little bit from Donnie. Uh, he talked to me about this. UAB is just a quality team. They've had a really good season. Um, and Houston has, does not have their two best players. And like Danny's saying, and Donnie's saying, um, we're, seeing, we're seeing the best teams win. The best players are at the end. Uh, and, and I think that's what we're going to see again. And then the next upset I could have, and, and Donnie's not going to like this one, is Chattanooga over Illinois. Um, Chattanooga coming in with some veteran guards, veteran big man, and, and uh, Silvio De Sosa. 
Uh, I could just see them potentially knocking off Illinois. I'm not sure if I'm going to hit that game hard, but I'll probably put about a half unit, maybe a unit on that game. Joe and his damn Chattanooga. You love this team. I, I do. So how, um, I mean, how I, about I this, Ricky? I, how, how about this, Ricky? Let me hear. Myself, Mo, and you, we each have to pick at least one double-digit underdog. I love it, Donnie. I right, love I it. Right here. I love it. I want to hear it, Donnie. Yeah, kick yours hear. off, Donnie. Hit us I'm first. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, this is getting me excited. Plus, let me check, make sure I'm getting, if I have the right money line odds here. But it will come in the Auburn-Jacksonville staking. Plus 1,000. Plus 1,000. Wow. Um, Auburn, Auburn hasn't been playing their best basketball of late. Um, do I really believe Auburn will lose this game? No. But can they? Uh, for sure. They play, not today, they play on Friday. But I think... Plus a thousand, there's there's very good value there with Jacksonville State. Um, just if Auburn lays a dud, anybody can lose to anybody. It's March, uh, but this simply comes as a as a potential upset simply because the fact of Auburn's not playing their best basketball right now, uh, and we'll see if see if they get caught sleeping in the first round. Hmm. Yeah, that Auburn team shaky outside of their own building. Lost a lot of money on them uh, on the road this season. Mo, you got you got one circled for you. Yeah, uh, and I'll say this: Chattanooga's not even a double-digit underdog over Illinois, um, <laughs> so it's definitely not impossible. But the one game that I that I was looking at is um, is Akron over UCLA. Akron had a strong season this year um, in the MAC, and I know that sounds funny, uh, but I I think UCLA sometimes does not come up does not show up to play. Um, these guys made a run in the tournament last year, which obviously scares, obviously scares me, but I'm sure they can be looking past this Akron team and at plus 750. I think there's some decent value there. Um, Akron mm-hmm. at plus 13 and a half. And I just think we're seeing guard play from UCLA. Um, I'm all about the big men, which I know sounds funny, but I think you need a dominant big man um, to get deep in this tournament. I'm not saying to win a tournament, but to get somewhat deep in the tournament for the most part. And uh, I just think Akron could, could, put UCLA on upset alert today. Wow, I like that. That Akron team, scrappy, Joe. I've watched them a, a few times. They're uh, they're a good team, but what, what was that spread? 13 and a half right now. I have it on uh, DraftKings. That's a game I'm going to be interested in grabbing those points, too, from just a betting angle. For me, guys, I'm taking the brains. I'm going with Yale over Purdue. And, <laughs> I love it. Honestly, love it. Purdue's defense is just so bad that I feel like in any given game, if their offense doesn't show up, someone can take advantage and hang with them. So, you know, like where this is probably a huge mismatch talent wise, fuck it. Give me the brains. Yeah. And I, I, Donnie and I have talked extensively about Purdue. Uh, Donnie was extremely high on Purdue to start the season, which I do not blame him. I'm extremely high on them right now offensively i mean you're looking at a guy like jay Ivey, you can just score at any level uh but yeah i mean you're right that's the scariest thing about purdue is they could throw up an absolute dud uh but they could in my opinion they could also win to make a run and win the national championship this year so mm-hmm. donnie i'd love to hear your opinion on what you think purdue is right now yeah it's they're such an interesting team i mean you said it best and it seems like we keep saying this about 
a handful of these teams that they can get clipped off in, in the first, second round, or they can make a run at this whole thing. Um, there's so many talented teams, but the consistency has been sort of up and down for, for them at the same time. Uh, so we're seeing Purdue in the East region, uh, another pretty good region filled with, filled with teams that, that can de- certainly play with Purdue and even knock them off it. Love a very tough matchup in the second round, uh, whether it be Texas or Virginia Tech. Um, Donnie, you referred to this defense as Swiss cheese last time I saw you. Holes all over. Oh man, yeah. So I guess that's that's their that's ultimately that's a perfect definition for them. I, I, I the amount of times that I have bet Purdue and they've disappointed me defensively every possession. The other team just bucket, bucket, bucket. It, it it's beyond irritating it's like what the fuck are you doing you have two seven footers in the middle obviously they don't even play together you have a seven footer in the court at all times i just don't i just don't understand and you can it's one of the most frustrating things in the world to have hit purdue live probably five to seven times this year and it is it's worth noting it is worth noting it's gotten better their defense Agreed. yeah doesn't look like it on uh on the tv you know um but the computer numbers say that that this Purdue defense has gotten better over the course of the season. Well, let's hope so for their sake, to be honest. <laughs> they could be going home early. Like you said, Mo, two seven-footers, all those great athletes, why are they so bad on defense? It's just it's odd to me. But we'll get away from Purdue. Enough Purdue talk. There's, there's two more games that I really want to talk to you guys about, and then if there's anything else you want to get to after, we'll wrap up with that. But speaking of defense, all right, Creighton-San Diego State, San Diego State has the number one ranked defense in the nation, according to Ken Palm. Um, I have a bet on this game. I took San Diego State. I don't know if I like the bet, but what are you guys thinking here? Uh, I'm a big Mountain West guy, so I'll start. I'm taking San Diego State here. Um, Creighton can obviously hit the hit jump shots and um, score kind of from the perimeter perimeter when need be. Uh, but San Diego State's been a consistent team all year. They played high-level competition all year. Um, to be honest, I think they're going to—they're being overlooked. I think that's if they, when they can advance to the second round, uh, we're going to see a very tough matchup with a with a strong Kansas team. But uh, San Diego State, to be honest, I was hoping they would get higher than an eight seed. I was hoping a lot of the Mountain West would get higher seeds, and uh, they all drew pretty tough draws. It is worth noting uh, this over/under comes in at. Uh, 120 points. So this might be a snooze fest. Defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is two very sound defensive teams. I believe San Diego State's uh, ranked second at Ken Palm uh, defense. And Creighton's is not far behind at 17th. So, like I said, there's a good chance this is a very physical and excellent game, but it could be a snooze fest if, you, uh, if you're a big fan of, of offense. Does Creighton still have McDermott, his dad, as the coach? Yes. yes. Okay. Which is odd for his teams. His teams are usually high-flying. They score, shoot right? Shoot the three, shoot the three, shoot the three. Now they've kind of had to adjust their, their whole mindset as a team. And they've won they've won games this year, but I agree. I'm, I would back San Diego State here. Okay. Um, final game that I want to talk to you guys about. And this is probably the most interesting game of the day, in my opinion. Vermont and Arkansas. 
This line opened seven. It's down to five. The money line number is dropping as well. Money coming in on Vermont. I know you you two, you know, I've heard you guys discuss this game. I'll pass it over to you both here. Where are we betting? What's What side are we on here? I started to almost start to walk back this, this Vermont pick. Um, it, it just seems like it's turned into sort of a trendy dog almost. Uh, and another team in Arkansas that they could lose this first round matchup or it wouldn't surprise me if they were in the elite eight, you know, this team has completely flipped the switch, uh, started off slow, completely flipped the switch. And now is, is a team that I wouldn't want to certainly wouldn't want to play. Um, but on the other hand, Vermont has had such a special season. Uh, and if, if I did have to bet this game, it would be, taking the points with Vermont, but it'll be a no play for me. Okay. Mo, anything I'm taking here? Arkansas. Um, Lay in the five? No, nah, I'd, probably, I'd probably take the money line if I take them at all, but, I mean, Vermont's going to play a tough game. They're a well-coached, uh, veteran, physical team. Um, they're not going to get blown out. I saw them play UMBC in the American East Championship, and they just purely dominated them in all aspects of the game. Coaching, defense athleticism 40, i believe right i think they won by 40 38 or 40 i mean it was a it was honestly one of the worst basketball games that i've seen vermont I mean, looked like they could do whatever they want yeah um, they're just rolling teams coming into this thing uh, yeah let's look at this uh in their conference tournament 39 point win in the conference championship uh game before that beat binghamton by 32 have they played anybody like relatively good though, no, and that's what I looked at their their schedule right as I'm watching the tournament. I'm like, who are they playing? Um, they lost one conference game to Hartford this year, and I think they lost to one OK team at the beginning of the year, if I remember. But other than that, um, they've played absolutely nobody. So I, that's why I think this game is just I, I can't I can't bet this game with confidence just because we haven't seen them play anybody with this type of athleticism in a long while. Right, that's fair. Yeah, this is this is a tough draw for Arkansas. And this is one of the teams, guys, that I actually put a futures ticket on to win the national championship. I just thought, you know, I like Eric Musselman. He, he took this team to the Elite Eight last year. They also have wins against, like, Tennessee, Kentucky, Auburn. They have some huge wins. But like you guys said, I I just, I don't know. Don't, don't feel great about it. Um, are there any other games that we haven't touched on that you guys want to dive into or that you guys have any action on? Yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a have a half unit on uh, UConn, minus a six and a half. Um, I've been on Wake Up and Wager uh, in the past, uh, very high, thinking very highly of UConn. You know, I, I laid that futures ticket at plus 10,000. To I love that. Win the national championship a couple of weeks ago, and we've seen it. I'm not sure what it's at exactly right now, but it's come down quite a bit. Uh, and I, th- I think they get a good, easy first round, first round win here. So I'll lay the six and a half. I'm gonna UConn. ride with you there, Donnie. I love that UConn team. And then I have, I have one more play for for today. I think might might end up being my favorite. Ooh, what do we got? Uh, Marquette plus the three and a half. Oh, plus, uh, 
this is simply just a fade the public game. Uh, everyone, public will be on UNC heavily, uh, for what I could tell. Um, and UNC just is gaining too much steam, and I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, yes, they, they, did you see the odds move for their national championship odds as well? Yeah, I did. Um, but I think they've just gained too much steam in the public's eyes after after beating Duke and Cameron for for Coach K's last game, uh, won one game in the NCAA tournament, I believe, and then and then fell to Virginia Tech. So sort of a fade the public spot here, and and it's another spot where if I can get three points plus the hook in the three and a half, uh, I feel pretty confident in this eight nine matchup with Marquette. So you think that's that's going to be tight either way? Yeah. Okay. Mo Marquette has huge wins this year. Um, so, I like that so Marquette team, against, Donnie. They've gone up against top teams and and won. To be honest, Donnie, right before this, I just changed my pick from Marquette to North Carolina. Um, I had Marquette. I do think they're a good team. I think their guard play is really, really good. I just don't. I don't understand why that it's so heavily on North Carolina personally. I don't think Marquette's act heavily watched either um so the public's obviously going to be all over north carolina okay uh but the two games i have today is i actually hit kentucky at minus 17 against st peter's for two and a half units earlier in the week um it's now at 18 on DraftKings, and then i'm hitting michigan state for one unit today money line um and let me tell you why i think davidson's going to be another popular play from the public um i just i'm not betting against Izzo. i just think that's not smart um, if you do it and it hits, good for you. But I think betting against those legends and and uh, it's just not smart this in tor- during tournament time. That game's Friday, I believe. Yep, I was just touching on first round. Right. Games, but yep. Yep, yep. 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 And I'm I'm with you a hundred percent there, Mo. I am not fading Izzo in March. I can live with losing a bet backing him there. One hundred percent. Yep. Um, one. Uh, is that is that all the plays, Mo? Anything else that you you want to throw in? Uh, those are my two big ones right now. Um, Delaware, I don't mind it against Villanova with the with the points at sixteen. Um, and San Diego State, I don't mind either. And the Boise plays, I said too earlier. I got a complaint here, though, Ricky. Let me hear, Donnie. Let me hear. So I'm on I'm on ESPN Tournament Challenge, and and either this website is messed up right now. Or the brackets are already locked. The games haven't even started yet. Don't it's, say that. I gotta still submit mine in a few pools. It's telling me my games are having, locked. Uh, I did see people were having trouble with that last night. People were saying I didn't even get to submit a bracket. Right. Um, it's it's telling me that the games are already locked. Is it because the first four game finished up yesterday? Like the final first four? I imagine. But shit. Um, well, maybe we're locked in with what we got. Yeah, everybody check your ESPN. One more look at this thing and and hope I got a perfect bracket. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's tough. Um, one little fun stat before we get out of here, guys. The most bet teams, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook, with the the biggest hold on them right now to win the national championship. I want to rattle these off to you. Number one, Gonzaga, thirteen percent of the hold. Number two, Duke, 10% of the hold. I guess a lot of people are on that Coach K going out uh, into the sunset train. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. Number three, Kentucky with 7% of the hold. 
Number four, Arizona with 6%. And number five, good old Swiss cheese Purdue. 6% of the hold. So for whatever it's worth. Seriously think UCLA has some value. Um, I put it on my card the other day. Let's roll with it. I love it. Well, Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Mo, thank you for joining us, my man. Donnie, thanks for joining us as always. Always a pleasure. Enjoy March Madness, everybody. Get your bets in early. Let's have a day. Getting tired.